Hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. I'm having my dinner, which I got from Yo Sushi. Yeah, uh, this is uh, stuff that they have left over at the end of the day, so I got it really cheaply. And I have no choice, you know, just give me whatever they have. Uh, but it's not bad, it's not bad, you know. Um, what's this called? Uh? Uh, it's sushi maki. Maki mix. Oh, okay, it's got salmon, it's got avocado. That should be good. Mmm. Mmm. Yes. Okay. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm preaching on this this coming Sunday. And let's look at verse 14. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial, and what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Um, so Paul is saying, do not enter into this like relationship, this serious relationship with someone who isn't a Christian. And this person is an unbeliever, someone who does not have the same shared relationship and worship of God as those who are Christians. Um, because there's a phrase, do not be yoked, yoked. And a yoke is something they put on an animal. It's like a, it's like a piece of wood they put on the shoulders of two animals and they'll then pull this piece of wood, they'll be connected to a cart, connected to a plow, and then they'll pull it together. I'm saying, you know, you, you want both animals to be like same size, you know, if a cow, then it's another cow. Don't put a cow and then a dog or a cat and you just go and circle. But, but you want to have that equal yoke, that equal kind of like same frame of mind when it comes to who God is, that relationship with God, hence Christian with a Christian. And that might sound, you know, hey, you know, that's so discriminatory. But I think the idea here is that if you're entering into a serious relationship, this yoke, you know, this kind of uh, pulling of this weight together, you know, it's maybe for your own sake, and it's maybe for the sake of your own walk with God, that you take it very, very seriously, that you only do something like this yoking together with someone else who is a believer. So the question is, what's he talking about? <laughs> mm. And I know in the past I've heard sermons about how um, don't get married, that's number one, don't get married to someone who's an unbeliever, um, or don't enter into a business relationship who is an unbeliever, you know, just having different values. Mm. Actually, I'm thinking of, actually, I don't know whether I should say this, you know, there's like this scandal happening back in East Asia about uh, this business relationships where the boss is just mistreating the, allegedly mistreating the employees. And it's really, really sad. It's really, really sad when, when people who are seriously all going into um, a kind of investment together, whether it's a work relationship or a marriage relationship, don't share that values, don't say, share that same end goal, that relationship in mind. And Paul is saying, especially when it comes to church, especially when it comes to your belief in God, it's so important that you carry on in this walk of faith with someone else who shares that same direction of faith and trust and relationship with God. And so I think there is some sense there in applying it to marriage, to business relationships, but I think it's more, I think it's more. Because the big picture here is worship. You know, it's worship of God. So um, if you carry on 
um, what harmony, verse 15, what harmony is there between Christ and Belial? Belial is talking about the devil. What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God, so a place where you worship God, and idols? So the language here is talking about worship. It's talking about what we do when we come together as a church. And he says there, for we are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will live with them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. And so what I'm trying to get at is, yes, you should have this really serious decision-making when it comes to choosing who you're going to get married to, who you're going to go into business with, you know, especially invest all your life, your money, your time into it. But especially much more so the church. You know, you're telling people to do this, but when they look at us as the church, you know, our distinctiveness in terms of our worship of God, the way in which we come together and we treat one another as brothers and sisters, is there holiness there? The way in which we come together and we sing to God and we praise Him, is there a kind of carefulness and a kind of reverence and kind of awareness that we're actually praising God when we do this thing that we call worship? And also when we read His Word, is there a distinctiveness from, say, you know, Cambridge students who are just reading, reading an academic text? Or do we listen to this word? Do we obey this word? Do we submit to this word as if it is God's word to us? And I think, again, there's a distinctiveness. As we begin thinking together as the church, as God's people who are worshiping God, is it any different? Is it any different to the world? And that, that, that's all I have for, <laughs> for today. Um, yeah, and, and it's, it's a challenging thing uh, to us when we come together as a church, you know, to think through this together. But also it's challenging for me. You know, I, I want to apply to this to myself, my own life. You know, when people look at, you know, these videos, they, they look at the things that I say, the way that I say them, you know, just like having sushi. You know, is this maybe too similar to the way that, you know, other people who do this kind of thing, who aren't Christians, um, try to use these things as gimmicks, maybe even, to try to attract views and kind of thing? Or is there a way in which I should be more distinctive, more holy? I think that's a key phrase in here, to be more God-oriented and distinctive and separate towards God, that I should be focusing on instead of just imitating, just copying, or even just kind of like trying to be partners with the way that other people do who aren't, you know, have no connection with God. Maybe I should be thinking more along these lines, you know, thinking about what God says I should be doing and how I should do it and how it should be all for Him and Him alone. Um, yeah. Hmm. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you that you give us this kind of very, very practical kind of like application to the way that we should be worshiping you and living for you and even having this lifelong relationship with one another in light of a relationship with you. Help us to do this in a way that really shows that it's practical, that we are able to just obey and apply in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, that's it. Um, more on this over the next few days as I prepare. Pray for me if you can. I really appreciate it. And see you this Sunday at the Chinese Church. Bye. So yes, you may never preach a single sermon. You may never become a pastor. Good morning. Thank <laughs> you.